You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast, where your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already so you don't miss a single episode we drop twice a week. If you are a longtime listener, would you mind doing something for us? If you would be so kind as to pause this episode real quick and take two minutes to leave us a quick five-star review on Apple Podcasts, it helps us get the show to more listeners and therefore get more incredible guests that you will love. It's our one tiny request for you if you are a fan of the show, and we thank you in advance. And now, this episode is one of my favorite topics to talk about, something we haven't had an episode on the show about yet, and that, my friend, is Instagram Reels. Reels came to the scene back in summer of 2020, and since then, people have either loved them or hated them, or just been mega confused on how the heck to use them. So in today's episode, we are answering your biggest questions you've had about Reels. Lindsay and I are tackling why Reels are even important and what they can actually do for your business. We give you a little walkthrough tutorial if you're super confused and don't even know where to start. We tackle questions like, should I post Reels to my regular feed or not? Should I be using hashtags with Reels? What do I do if I don't have the music feature? Should I focus more on TikTok or Reels? And the biggest question you have when it comes to creating Reels, what the heck do I even make Reels about? So are you ready for Instagram Reels 101? All of those answers and more coming up in three, two, one. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Hello, Heart Fam. I am stoked for today's episode. I hope you are as well. We're going to be just dropping some fire on Instagram Reels and just answering basically your biggest questions that you've had on just the struggle with Reels and even just like the little minute questions like... I don't know, like, oh, if I do this, will it work? And like things like that. So um, we're just going to dive right on in and kind of take this episode a little bit Q&A style. Um, We've just, we've talked a lot with our followers on Instagram and have gotten a lot of questions over the last, I guess, six months since Reels have come out and we have answers. So if you have questions about Reels, it's probably going to be answered in this episode. And I'm, I'm very excited to get started. I know Evie and I, We love reels and we love talking about them and we haven't actually done a podcast episode yet on this topic. So we're pumped. So Evie, do you want to get started? (laughs) Yes. Okay. I think the first question that let's kind of like tackle, which is a very legitimate question and I think is kind of like a foundational, you know, should I even be doing this? Is it worth it? And, And the more specific question that I think a lot of people have been asking Lindsay and I is, okay, so yeah, reels are hot whoop-de-doo, great, you know, big deal. Will this actually help my business because it feels like a waste of time to me? I just want to interject and just say like, it can be overwhelming. And I I just want to validate that feeling of overwhelm. If you're having, especially, I know just lately, Instagram released guides. And it's it just feels like Instagram is, and not even Instagram, just social media in general, all of them combined 
everything, every, all the apps are trying to compete with each other. And it feels overwhelming for the consumer. Like, oh, there's this new thing. And now I have to do this. And now I have to do this. And then I have to, it feels just like crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it, so it, I get it. I get it. So this, ho- hopefully this episode is here to make it not so like confusing and mm-hmm. stressful. Okay, Eddie. Yeah, well, I think it's also important kind of tagging onto that. It's important important to also realize like you don't have to do everything. Like it's mm, better yeah. to do one thing really well than do a bunch of things, you know, m- mediocre. Like yeah. I would encourage, you know, if you can just focus on, you know, Instagram, for example, versus Instagram, YouTube, podcasts, Facebook, blogging. And like, you know, there's a million things you can do at once. Just focus on one at a time. Focus on on one platform, one skill, one area, you know, whatever, one thing at a time and then grow from there. So that's also an encouragement if you're like, ah, okay, like, you know, yes, I want to do reels, but also I'm over here trying to do, you know, TikTok and YouTube and podcasting. Then I'd be like, okay, well, pick one of those and just nail that down and then if you feel confident, move on to another. Um, So back to the question of like, will reels actually help my business because it feels like a waste of time? I think this is really important to to realize, which we'll kind of dive into this. There is a difference between TikTok and reels. And I think because TikTok came first and a lot of business owners were like hesitant about jumping on the TikTok train, understandably so. Um, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of that uh, caution has kind of transferred over into reels. And I think there's some misunderstanding of what reels can actually do for your business, especially being on the Instagram app, which we'll kind of talk about the difference of those two. But I would say, you know, view reels as marketing. And one of the questions that I personally got was, okay, yeah, so reels get a lot of views, but are you actually seeing, you know, business increase from those views? And I think it's important to to step back and realize, okay, if I'm getting, you know, 5,000 views on a reel, most likely, but my normal posts on my Instagram are only getting, you know, let's say a thousand, that's 2,000 more people that are getting eyes on your stuff than normal. And 2,000 people... I mean, 4,000. You said 5,000 and then you said a thousand. <laughs> wow, my math is... I'm, <laughs> I'm doing great today. Did I say 5,000? Okay, so let's say a thousand. A thousand people usually like interact or see your, your posts on your feed. So that's 4,000 people that are getting eyes on your stuff that normally wouldn't. That Mm -hmm. is huge. Like whether, you know, you initially begin to see those business leads or business increase or sales or whatever right up front, that free marketing is insane. Like Instagram hasn't been that powerful for free marketing in years, you know, since all the new algorithm updates. So that's one thing to keep in mind too. Don't downplay those views. Yeah, they might not immediately convert into sales or, you know, leads or increase, but you're getting fresh eyes on your stuff. And as you know, the Reels algorithm works, it's targeting people who are interested in that specific topic. So you're getting interested people and ideally, you know, your ideal client looking at your stuff. That's a big freaking deal. But Lindsay, do you have other stuff you want to throw in there? Well, I... I, I get the because TikTok came first and it's like, it just feels like it's more fun mm-hmm. or, or just another thing. And, and But when you look at the numbers, Instagram pushes the most recent updates because they want you to stay on the app longer. They want mm-hmm. our, like user consumption to be a lot. Um, and so if there's something new, Instagram pushes it. And we can, I can easily tell just even since last summer of 2020, 
when I'm scrolling on my feed, half, if not more of the posts that I'm seeing are reels. Mm -hmm. And I literally anybody that's listening to this, pick up your phone, do the exact same thing. You're going to notice that reels show up a lot more, in my opinion, I think, I I mean, I've tested it. It looks like it is true more so than posts. And so Mm -hmm. that, I mean, that correlates with the numbers that we're seeing because the numbers that we're seeing, like even both of our reels, like they get higher engagement or not even get engagement, but just like higher viewership than IGTVs or than uh, likes on a normal post. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that's what is so amazing about it in the sense of like, if you had an option to create something that got less viewership or more viewership, why would that even be a question? Like, (laughs) unless you don't want to grow on Instagram. But then my question is, I don't think that's the case because why are you listening to this episode? Like you Mm -hmm. clicked on the show for a reason because you're interested in reels and you're interested in growing your account and growing your business and growing your followership. Like everybody wants that. Let's not beat around the bush. So (laughs) if there, if there is a question between creating a a post on Instagram versus creating a reel that potentially could have the, the power to go farther and have more longevity, then that's something to consider. Even if you yourself personally don't like it, you have to look at it objectively and be like, which is performing better? Okay, like, so I think that, like almost looking at it from like a scientific perspective a little bit is helpful. Just like Mm -hmm. an analytical, like, okay, which is doing better? And I've I've just noticed reels from like weeks ago are still getting liked. Um, And so to me, that like stagnant posts on your, like the thing with Instagram is that like it always was a, like a one-time thing. It never had longevity, like blog posts, for example, or like a Pinterest like mm-hmm. pin that has longevity to continue on through its lifetime longer than just like that day. Whereas Instagram before was usually always just very like, you have to post every day, you have to like do this. And like, while we still recommend posting every day if you can, what I just find fascinating about Reels is that like literally if you hit it like just right, like a reel from three weeks ago could still be popping and showing up in people's explore pages. Yeah. And what's even more, the fact that Instagram is pushing it is I've been on my account. I've liked a reel. I've seen it. And then literally two days later, it is in my feed again. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Like that does not, that never happens with Instagram posts. Mm -hmm. So like, that, I just wanted to bring that perspective of it. It's like, if you're trying to grow your business and be savvy and smart about it, you have to look at the science and analytics of the fact that reels are just getting a lot of engagement and we should take notice of that. Yeah, you know, it's coming at it from a business mind instead of an emotional mind and thinking, you know, what's my ROI? What's my return on investment? Yep. It, you know, with this, if I take 15 to 30 minutes to create, you know, a a, a post, a a still, you know, photo post on my page, or I take 15 to 30 minutes to create a reel and one gets five times the amount of engagement and views, maybe that's a better ROI of my time. So um, I think that's one thing. I also think, you know, you might be listening to this and thinking, okay, great. Yeah, sure. I get a lot of views, but does it actually create, you know, get to my ideal client? I think that's one of the biggest questions is like, you know, is this actually reaching the people I want to reach? I don't just want a bunch of random followers. I want sales. I want money. I want ROI. (laughs) I think that comes a little later also. I mean, Mm -hmm. we can talk about it now, but also like, we're going to talk later in the show about like what to create. Yeah. And I think that comes into play with like, yeah, if you're just creating crap that makes yeah. no sense to your, who you're trying to target for your business, then yeah, it, it doesn't. Okay, cool. Like, 
yeah, brand of exactly. like Sally from New York liked it, but like, <laughs> what does that, what does that mean? Well, if she's not your target audience. That's the great thing about Instagram reels is that there's an algorithm where it shows reels to people who are interested in that topic. So if, you know, let's say you're a wedding photographer. I have a couple, let me break down a couple of things that basically is just going to wrap this up and be like, yes, this will help your business. Um, If you are a wedding photographer and you're posting stuff about wedding photography and serving your clients through that, which we'll, we'll dive into, it's going to begin to show up to young couples, engaged couples, people, you know, researching their wedding and who are engaging with that type of content on Instagram and your stuff is going to pop up in front of them. Then let's say, you know, Jane, who is just saw your reel, clicks over and follows you. Let's say you get one follower from one reel that you spent, you know, 15 to 30 minutes making, or let's, let's give you higher. Let's say it took you an hour to make a reel and then you get one follow from Jane. And then a few weeks later, Jane keeps seeing your stuff and realizes, dang, this is a great wedding photographer. I should reach out. And then books, you just got that ROI. Let's say you charge $2,500 for a wedding. You just got $2,500 from an hour of making one reel. Like that is a great, that is a great return on investment. So, you know, I think it's really important for people to sit back objectively and realize if if you're creating the right content, it's going to get in front of the right people, your ideal clients, your ideal audience. You're going to get a lot of follows from it because of the amount of views if you're creating quality content and you are going to get increase in sales. It might take a little bit longer to really start picking up, but I really do think reels are really powerful for your business. So it's not a waste of time if you're doing it right, which hopefully this episode will help you do it right. All right. The next question that I think a lot of people have with Instagram reels is like, how do you do it? Right? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you've just ignored it because you're frustrated or overwhelmed by it. But uh, we just wanted to do a really quick walkthrough for you. I know this is a podcast. It's not a visual format. So if you're driving, maybe just like listen to this part later or just pause this episode and wait till you're not driving. But if you're just on your phone, I want you to pull up the app of Instagram. There are two different ways to go to the Reels section to start posting. The first one is the bottom middle, which used to be how you posted a photo, which is again, why you can tell that Instagram's really pushing Reels is literally the bottom middle. Like if you're just on your timeline or your homepage that you're scrolling, the bottom middle is that little Reel signal. That should tell you right there, like you click that, you go to Reels. Um, And when you click that, it goes to the Reel Explore page. And then to make your own Reel, If you go to the top right-hand corner, there's a little camera image. You click that, and then that's where you can start actually recording and creating your own reel. The other way to do it is if you go to your homepage, again, just where you're looking and scrolling, you can go to the top right corner, and there is your DM little section, there's a heart section, and then there is a plus sign. If you click that plus sign and then go down, you can scroll between post, story, reels, or live. So if you go to reels, that's again, where you can start creating and messing around with your reel. Now, I'm not going to go super in depth on this, but there are a little few sections when you get to that reel section. The top is the length. You can do 15 seconds or 30 seconds at the time of this recording. Uh, We'll see if they get on the TikTok train and let you do 60 in the future. (laughs) Who knows how much all of this is going to change with all the Instagram updates, but here's the current info. (laughs) Here's the current info. Uh, Next is audio. Now, some people don't have audio. We're going to cover that in a second, but that's where you can choose the song that you want to, you know, make your reel to. 
The next is speed. That's where you can either speed up your video or slow it down. So that's really cool if you wanted to do like a sped up, uh, like a, what is the word I'm thinking of? Like a time lapse of like, maybe you're cleaning your room and you're doing like a before and after. I don't know. Something like that, where it's like, you just want the speed of the reel to be different. TikTok did that before reels did. So it's cool that they're incorporating it or it's stealing, whatever. Um, (laughs) uh, The next thing that's amazing is you can do effects. So just like you can use Instagram effects on your stories, you can also put those effects on your reel. So you can look pretty with your field, field filter. <laughs> and then the, the last section at the very bottom is timer. So what's really cool, and this is how people do like those reels that you see where it's like they're snapping and then they're all of a sudden in a different outfit. Or you, you can just tell when somebody's like cut it uniquely. Um, this is, it gives you the ability to edit a reel in a way that doesn't necessarily require an app outside of Instagram. But we will talk about an app outside of Instagram that you can use. But um, with the timer, all that means is that if you click on the timer, you get the chance to choose between a countdown of three seconds or 10 seconds. Now, three seconds, it just gives you like three seconds to click it and then position yourself however you want. 10 seconds obviously gives you more time. Um, But the best part about this is say you wanted three seconds to prepare yourself, but then you only wanted to do like record like a clip of two seconds because then you wanted it to cut to something else. Um, You can adjust that slider on the timer section so that you hit three second countdown, set timer, but then once it starts, it only goes for like two seconds before it stops and then you can adjust it again. So that's really cool to just be able to do fun little cuts and it, it, it honestly is what you could really do on TikTok and then again, Reels took it. So That's kind of a little breakdown of what you can do with Reels. I know this was a little audio explanation, but hopefully that walkthrough is helpful if you are brand new to Reels and you're just like, what the heck? Where are they? What can I do with them? That's Mm -hmm. a little bit of a starter. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of, you know, if you want more in-depth tutorials or something, I would encourage just, first of all, practice. Just have some fun with it. Give yourself like a couple of Reels that you want to create without, you know, pressure to post it. It's just for you to learn the system. Like it might take a little bit of time for you to learn how it works. Um, but also look at other tutorials and, you know, figure it out. Just an encouragement that it might take some time. There's a, there's definitely a lot that goes into it, you know, tweaking the audio, editing the clips. How do I, you know, how do I make it look good? How do I try this transition? Like it's just part of a learning curve and you can give yourself some, some grace and some space to be creative and to try it out. Cause honestly, I don't know about Lindsay, but I'm having so much fun creating reels. Like it's, yeah. it's I'm being creative in a way that I haven't been in a while. Or it like, up your brain. I think. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's just so fun. It's so entertaining. It's also like, I love bringing people into, you know, the behind the scenes of my life or like, you know, connecting more face to face. And I kind of feel like reels is that in a lot of ways. And I don't know. It's just really fun. But at first I was definitely very overwhelmed and I was like, oh, so stressed. I've so, you know, I, I have all this stuff I need to be doing and blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, it felt stressful until I just let myself relax and not make them perfect and just Uh try. So just like get out there and try. I know that was like the beginning steps of how to create a reel, but it's hard to do anything over audio format. So Lindsay and I might do some stuff over video or YouTube or something um, to give you a little bit more, but there are probably tutorials out there too that you can just Google search and figure it out and just experiment on your own. Yes. Well, and I think something else about Reels before we move on to the next question. I love, just speaking to your creativity point, I love that 
when I was posting just photos, which if you still want to post photos, by all means, post photos. We're not saying like, you have to, you have to like switch to reels and that's it. Like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we're just giving you and sharing the value of it. But what I realized was when I was posting photos, I felt like I had to take a new photo every single day or like do new work. And I think what reels has taught me is like, I can, there is so much potential in your camera roll. There is so much, like I could go back to two years ago, one year ago, six months ago, and just look at like videos and stories of what is on my camera roll that Mm -hmm. I could repurpose for real. So it's not like you have to get up and get fancy and get dressed every single day and like dance and point like, no, like you can get creative and there's so much potential in your camera roll. I could promise you right now, every single person listening to this, there, there is at least 20 real ideas in your camera roll alone. Yep. Yep, for sure. Oh, that's good. Okay, moving on to the next question. Should I post to my feed or just my real feed? Cool, great question. (laughs) Pretty simple answer. Reels do do much better when you post them to your actual feed. Lindsay, do you want to kind of like dive into a little bit more of like, why is that so? And how do they do better and all that? Right, right, right. I, I don't know the why necessarily. I just know that Instagram pushes them into the algorithm like so that people see them and into the Explore page a lot more when you actually post them to your feed. Don't ask me why they do that. That's just what I've noticed that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen, I haven't done this myself, but I've seen a lot of people do tests where they post like the same reel uh, with just like different texts. It's like, hey, th- I'm doing an experiment, whatever. And one that they they posted it and they just posted it to your reel, which means like at the very end of the reel creation screen, there's like a little slider button that you can click that says post to your normal feed, or you can uncheck that, which just means it just goes to the reel section of your of your homepage feed. Mm-hmm. Kind of um, like the IGTV like right. little section, yeah. It's like when you're on your own Instagram account page, there's like those little, it's like your normal feed, and then it's your reels, and then it's your IGTV, and then it's filters if you have them, like all mm-hmm. that. Um, So I've noticed that if you just posted it just to your real feed, which means it never shows up on your actual account feed, (laughs) there's like so many little different feeds. It's hard to kind of keep track. But uh, I've noticed that if you don't post it to your normal feed, it does not do near as better. And I- Near as better? Wait, what did I say? You said near as better. (laughs) Yeah, that's accurate, right? Near as good? Is that a better Near as well. Well, oh, grammar. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. The, the point is it does better if you post it to your feed. So we recommend posting it to your feed. <laughs> you could, I could have just literally said that and that was it. Okay, moving on. I love it. <laughs> moving on. Next question. Should I use hashtags? Yes. Mm. <laughs> we, you can still put up to 30 hashtags just like in your normal posts. And we recommend doing that and then posting them in the ca- comments immediately after posting your reel. Um, mm-hmm. The cool thing about this is that, you know, on the, like the search bar, um, if people search, you know, hashtags or any now keywords, by the way, I don't know, Lindsay, we've, I don't think we've talked about this yet. Do you know we Instagram haven't. now has like the keyword search option? Like, no, I, I saw that, it's but insane. we're going to get off on a tangent real fast. Okay. Let's uh, not do that. But that's a, that's no, powerful. We can. <laughs> no, let's, well, no, let's stay focused on real. I've seen, I've seen it and I, I, I saw it and then I was like, whoa, what? And then it, and then I forgot about it. And then now I don't know how to find it. We'll talk later. And then we'll okay. probably do an episode later on keywords. Yes. Okay. So basically now Instagram has switched to like keywords. So people can be searching keywords and finding your reels, your photos, all this stuff. So captions Which are more important than ever. But anyways. It's like a 
SEO, SEO on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. So anyways, people can search a keyword, hashtag, et cetera, and it'll pull up you know, that, that search page. And it now includes a whole like multiple sections of reels. And then if you click on like those reels and that hashtag search and then start scrolling, all of those reels are from that hashtag. So hashtag searches are just as usable on reels as they are on feed posts. So we, we strongly recommend encouraging them. Yep. I mean, using them. Yep. (laughs) Wow. We're doing really good today. Anyways, next question. (laughs) All right. Next question. What if I don't have the music feature? Now I know a lot of people that say this, um, and I'm, I'm not quite sure who does and who doesn't. I've heard that it's business accounts that don't um, I'm not quite sure if that's true though, because I have a business account I, and I do. I know. I know. That's why I'm like, I, I also have a business account and I do, but however, the Hart University account does not have music on it. So oh, here. I don't, I don't know the rhyme and reason of why Instagram does what they do. I don't understand a lot of why Instagram does what they do, but, um, I'm here to give you the answers of what we've observed. <laughs> and if you do not have the music feature one, I'm so sorry, because that's very stupid and unfortunate and frustrating that Instagram is not letting that feature be to everybody. Like that just doesn't make sense to me. But mm-hmm. um, what a hack that a lot of people do and that what we do, um, and we use this, even if like we both have the music feature, we do this as a secondary option to edit our reels or videos um, that in a way that you don't have to just rely on editing them in the reel section of Instagram, yeah. um, which you can do a lot in the reel section of Instagram. Like you can edit a lot now. They've updated a lot where... They give you a lot of flexibility. However, we also love to use the app InShot, which is I-N space shot, S-H-O-T. Um, it is a video editing app on your phone. And we've used this both like way before Reels were even a thing, just to create like fun Instagram videos or videos for your phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've used this for a while. But a really fun hack that you can do if you are, if you don't have the music on uh, availability on your Instagram app, is screen record any sound or or song or whatever that you personally love that you want to use in a video. And on the app InShot, you can upload any like video as a track and then export that audio from the video. Extract so that's just, the audio. Is, what did I say? Export. export. Ex- but I mean, extract. extract, export, you know, same thing. <laughs> same thing, same thing. It's a really great hack though to be able then to use any like audio clip that you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you can edit from there. It's also great, you know, doing that. I tend to do that as well when I want like some lower track volume for like a voiceover or something. Yes. Um, that's a, like also that, great. It's like, it's you talking, but it's yeah. not, you want some music underneath. Yeah. There's like a soundtrack going on underneath. That's also a great option. Or I've done it where like, I want to combine multiple sounds that I've heard from like TikTok or something like, you know, like people's voiceovers or something and like kind of combine them into multiple. Um, that's also a great option. So the only thing with this is that it's it's always great if you do have the music feature to use the music feature because it does credit and give royalties to the artists. Yep. Um, so if you do use this option, we strongly encourage like crediting the artist just because that's the, the best way to go. But if you don't have the music feature, it's kind of one of those things where nobody wins in that scenario. So this is where we recommend like use InShot and then credit the artist if you can. It's just a nice way to credit another creative, but. Yeah, for sure. Yes, next question. Ooh. What do I talk about? I think this is the biggest question that like yeah. everyone has. It's like, I mean, because it, it kind of correlates to the biggest question everyone has on Instagram, which is like, what do I post? Yeah. Like that's that's the big question that it's we like, all how have. Do it's I, like, how do I grow? Yeah. It's like, what do I talk about? That's the biggest, yes. you know, biggest question. Uh, um, 
So let's dive into this because I think this is really important to talk about, like kind of like we were saying before, does this help my business? Yes, it does if you're posting the right thing. So what do I post? Let's Mm. talk about this. Lindsay, do you want to take it or you want me to? Yeah, I got it. Cool. So my first question, and this honestly goes a lot deeper than just reels. Like what we're talking about is just like straight up marketing. So when you're trying to think of what content to post online in order to market, which reels is included in that, my question for you is what industry are you in? What business do you own? Are you a service-based business? Are you a product-based business? Are you a coach? Are you an Etsy store owner? Are you a service-based wedding industry professional? Like what do you do? Mm -hmm. What do you sell? And who is your ideal client? Who are you targeting specifically to want to work with you? And what then are they struggling with? And how I keep asking you questions. So I'm just going to roll with the question throwing, (laughs) but let's break it down. So who is your ideal client? What are they struggling with? And then how does your service or product help them with that struggle? Mm -hmm. Let me break it down. Like say you uh, sell shampoo. Say you are a product, uh, like a shampoo, like like, uh, Amber Filler. She has day hair care. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect example. Her ideal client, who is is her ideal client? I can't answer that for her because I'm not her. But uh, we could guess that it's like young 20 to 30 something like moms. That's usually, I think, like her demographic, right? That's just me guesstimating. But (laughs) that's, that's her ideal client. How does her product solve their problem. Well, maybe they're having lackluster hair. Maybe they want uh, like something that smells good that doesn't smell like chemicals or that mm-hmm. doesn't have chemicals in it, right? Like, but you understand that when you understand the value of what your product does and how it solves your ideal client's struggles. Maybe your ideal client is somebody who really likes pure products that doesn't want chemicals in their own hair and then in their kids, like on their bodies and on their hair, right? So like, how can you then create content that attracts that mom or that client does, we're going beyond examples here, but (laughs) how can you create content that attracts her, that showcases your products or your service in a way that's like, oh, wow, that would actually solve the problem that I'm having. Mm -hmm. So that's like the, the framework that I want you to do before you even bring it to specifics of reels. Cause that's obviously one way to create content, right? Which is obviously what we're talking about in this episode. But uh, I wanted just to share that first, because I think no matter what we're creating, like Insta posts, stories, reels, blogs, whatever, it is our job to create content that attracts the attention of our ideal client, serves them with value, whether it's education, inspiration, encouragement, et cetera, and then puts you front of mind. Yeah, and I think it's important to like jumping in here to clarify, like when we say education, I think a lot of people assume like, oh, business education or teaching, you know, other peers in my industry. Like, no, education just means you are giving specific advice and you're getting solutions to problems on the people you're trying to serve and giving them value that they need or want. You know, you can be, let's say you're a photographer, because I've had a lot of photographers reaching out to me and being like, I don't know how to create reels because it seems like all the reels in our industry are just educating other photographers. And that's when you have to step back and think, okay, what are my ideal client's problems right now? You know, if you're a photographer, your clients, let's say you're a wedding photographer specifically, your clients are probably engaged couples who have no idea how to begin to plan a wedding. You know, especially right now with all the chaos of COVID, how do they, you know, they maybe knew what they wanted to do for their original wedding and now they're struggling because they're like, do we wait or do we elope? And you can, solve, you can break down the value of each or, you know, talk to them about 
pros and cons of both? Or, you know, where do they begin starting to plan their timeline or picking their venue or, you know, picking their photographer? Like there's a lot of pain points and problems Mm -hmm. for your ideal client. You as the expert need to stand up and educate them and help them and serve them and solve their problems. And that's the biggest thing is when you're sitting there like, what do I talk about? Put yourself in your ideal clients or your ideal customer's shoes, period. And then think, what do they not know that they should know? What can, what do they struggle with that I can help them with? What can I serve them with that is going to change their life and show them that I can help them? Um, I think that's the biggest thing. And that's probably going to get rid of that like creator's block that yes. is probably holding you back because you're probably coming at it from the wrong perspective. We all do. Um, where we think about us and ourselves and our other industry peers, and it's not about any of them or ourselves. It's about our clients and it's about serving them well. Well, because I I think like if you, a photographer is a great example, but if you're a photographer and you are, are just a photographer, which that, that sounds bad, but like that's incredible. But what I'm saying is like, if you don't have Uh, a side business where you're mentoring or coaching business owners or other photographers, then my question is, if you're just a photographer, why are you creating reels on like about photography education, right? Because the only reason that you should be creating reels is to either inspire, educate, or like relate with your ideal client because that's what you're trying to attract. You're not necessarily trying to attract other photographers or insert your own industry. You're not trying to, if you're a hairstylist, you're not trying to attract necessarily other hairstylists. You're trying to attract- Unless that's your ideal client. Right, unless that's your ideal client, which that's a whole other thing. But that's why I think it's really important to remember to just go back to that initial question of like, what industry am I in? Who Mm -hmm. am I serving? What's their pain point? And how does my product or service answer that? And then create like content around that, which Mm kind of leads us perfectly into the next question slash just like topic is, I hate dancing and pointing. What kind of reels should I make? Because I think that's like the eye roll moment mm-hmm. that we all have with one TikTok and then kind of when it transferred over to reels is like, I don't like dancing. Maybe you're not like us and you just literally loathe <laughs> the thought of dancing and that's no shame. No yeah. shame at all. Um, or you just like, you hate the reels that are like, point and here's like a tip. Point, here's a tip. Like, I get it. We the, Those could get old really fast, especially if that's all you're doing. Mm-hmm. So Evie and I wanted to break down a bunch of different types of reels that you could do and then specific examples within each of those types. So yeah. We wanted to interrupt this episode real fast to chat about counseling. Now, counseling is so often stigmatized in a negative way and it absolutely should not be. Because Evie and I so firmly support counseling in all stages of life, we were so excited when BetterHelp, an online counseling company, reached out to us to be a sponsor on the show. We were able to try it ourselves for a bit and our experiences were incredible. I was even able to go on and fill out a full list of information about myself, my desires in a counselor, including religious beliefs and more. I was matched with an amazing counselor who shares my worldview and I absolutely loved the ability to put preferences like that down on the questionnaire. Something else we genuinely loved about BetterHelp is that they offer four ways to get licensed counseling, video sessions, phone calls, live chat, and messaging. It's honestly incredible. If you've been contemplating counseling but are feeling lost on where to start, we definitely recommend BetterHelp. We both had great experiences with them and have so many friends also loving their services. So we have an affiliate link for you today for 10% off your first month. Just go to www.betterhelp.com forward slash heart and hustle. 
Hey, hey, if you are new here and haven't heard about our online resource shop, ooh, listen up. The Heart Shop is a digital resource and template shop for creative entrepreneurs and photographers. There are so many goodies for creative entrepreneurs in the shop, like website templates, PDF guide templates, illustrations to enhance your brand, and lots more. But one thing in particular we made sure to add was contract templates. Y'all, the horror stories we have heard in our years of business is unmatched and a little terrifying. (laughs) Clients refusing to pay after you've delivered a service, clients demanding their retainer back after canceling on you last minute. The list goes on. Business shouldn't feel like you're walking on eggshells though. And yet that's how most of us feel when we first start our business. We're petrified to make a wrong move or have an unhappy client. Okay. But here's the truth. One of the first foundational steps of owning your own business should be protecting yourself legally with contracts. Yes, yes, even for friends and family. Contracts allowed us to walk in confidence as we grew our photography businesses. But also hiring a lawyer to create custom contracts for you is a pain in the butt and the wallet. And grabbing whatever free or cheap template online is often not enough protection. Yes. So we wanted to make this as easy and seamless for you as possible and give you the resources to make sure you have your butt protected. We have partnered with our favorite lawyer and attorney, Paige, from the legal page. She has not only created powerful contract templates, but her team is so present and ready to help figure out which ones you need for your business. You can stack her contracts in her shop like the wedding photography contract, destination intimate wedding contract, cancellation and rescheduling bundle, second shooter and associate contracts, and honestly, so much more. Just head to theheartcontracts.com for 10% off. That's theheartcontracts.com. I think it's important too to, you know, go to your explore page and watch other people's reels and get inspired from that and allow you to like trigger your ideas. Because there, yes, there are a lot of people out there just dancing and pointing, but there are a lot of reels out there that are beyond that. And so, so paying good. paying attention to the ones that aren't, you know, paying attention to the ones that you do like and not just focusing on the ones that you don't and being like, oh, I just hate that content. That's what I have to create. Like, no, there's a lot of other options out there if you're not a fan of that. Um, so a few examples for you to just take and run with is talking to the camera and giving a tip. Um, you know, going back to teaching your ideal client something valuable. You can just sit there and talk through, you know, show them maybe on video, like a, an example timeline and talk them through why this has been broken out the way it has and, you know, spaced out the way it has and how helpful it is to have buffers on your wedding day or whatever, you know, teach your ideal client something valuable. Um, you know, if you're a photographer, go ahead. We're using a lot of photography examples, but I feel like the photographers are the ones that I've heard most, like, I'm struggling. Like, what do I post? So that's what mm-hmm. kind of why I'm like speaking to it right now. If you're a photographer, you know, share tips on feeling comfortable in front of the camera, those timeline tips or whatever, the wedding dress style ideas, venues that you really love that they, you know, might want to book. Lindsay, do you want to kind of like give another example? It's not a photographer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, one that is coming to mind is like, a copywriter. This could, you could literally be a copywriter, maybe a web designer, uh, or any like service or a VA, like any service-based industry provider. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to use copywriter as an example though. What are real ideas that a copywriter could use? Obviously that their ideal client is most likely an entrepreneur who sucks at writing, who needs help like crafting copy for their business. Right. Mm-hmm. So give those ideal clients tips on writing copy that converts. So an idea could be three idea or three title ideas that make people want to read your post. Like you could literally so easily do a a reel 
it might be a pointing reel or you could just talk either or, um, but one that's like three title ideas to get people to actually read your crap. Um, here's three. <laughs> and then like literally give them like, like three title ideas. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, another one. Ooh, what's another one? I'm trying to think. Uh, something you could do is like your website homepage. Like what's three things that your website homepage copy absolutely needs. Like things like yeah. that, that again, you're serving your ideal client who's, who's going to potentially hire you, which in that scenario, a copywriter, like a website or sorry, a a entrepreneur needs like copywriting help. So create fun reels that answer and give little tips and tricks to your ideal client in that fun way where you're talking to the camera, giving a tip. Yeah, exactly. You can just talk to the camera for that. You don't have to be like dancing around or pointing on those. You can just talk directly to the camera and be like three title ideas that make people want to click on your crap. Number one, like literally, yep. that's great. Move on. <laughs> like you yep. you don't have to point. So number two is to show before and afters or a transformation. Lindsay, you want to kind of go into some examples yes. of this one? I love this one because I think, think back to just like human beings and what we love. We love a good transformation story. Yeah. Like human beings love an underdog that wins the day. We love stories of transformation and we love visual transformations as well. So this could be, I don't care what industry you're in, literally a transformation could be a physical transformation like a haircut or makeup before and after. You could do a house renovation or a clean, like a messy to clean house transformation. So think of anything in your life, whether it's like, well, I guess I'm using physical examples right now, where or even like uh, uh, clothing, like, you know, those, those reels that you see where they're like snapping and like they get ready for the day or they're just mm-hmm. changing their clothes and it's like fun on the beat. Like that's even, that is a story of transformation because you're seeing something physically transform in front of your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and people love that. Like one time, this isn't a real example, but um, one time I did a story where my like living room was really messy and I took a picture of it and then it was like, clean my room. And then like, I cleaned up the room and then I did the exact same angle and took the same picture. And people said that they like went back and forth like forever on my story because they were like, whoa, like just seeing like where everything went. Um, And I got that idea from Quigley. We've had her on the show before. She does this fabulously. But even that, like you could do that in a reel, like to a beat, like where it's like you go room to room and snap and your messy room becomes clean. Like people love seeing those stories of transformation. Mm -hmm. Even, Even like that sounds like, oh, you have to create like a whole like big plot and story. Like, no, if you get your hair cut, do yeah. a video before you cut yeah. it and then do like a fun little transition and then boom. Like yeah. people love that kind of stuff. Well, it's stuff like that too that you can show of, you know, if you're a hair and makeup artist, show, you know, a bride before you put on her makeup and then after. Like that that's going to draw in your ideal client if you're using the right hashtags and you're captioning it well or whatever. If you're a hairstylist, you know, show the the haircut, like the long scraggly or like, you know, grown out roots or whatever. And then like the, the transformation after you like did your magic or whatever, if you're a photographer, you know, show your editing before and afters or, you know, your process of your routine that, you know, you, you clean the kitchen on Sundays because you were too tired on Saturdays after your weddings. I don't know, just something like you can still incorporate it in a way that serves your ideal client and also relates to them on a human aspect. So it's important Mm -hmm. to, to, you know, have those relational connectional points in there, but before and afters are are really fun and and really good and don't involve dancing and pointing unless you want them to. (laughs) Exactly. Well, and I also just want to interject before you move on to the next point is I think 
we, we almost think that like, because we did set this up and we said, hey, know your ideal client and serve them with what they need. Yes, but then there's the other aspect, which we kind of will touch on in a little bit where you also want to be relatable. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, I don't want you to like hear, oh, haircut transformation. And I can only do that type of reel if I'm a hairstylist. Because yeah. no, yes, you should definitely do that if you're a hairstylist because duh, that's your job. That's amazing. It shows what you do. But if you're a, a macrame, like hand letterer, those are two <laughs> different things. I don't know why I combine them. Say you're a hand letterer and you sell prints on Etsy, don't let that, like, yes, create reels with with that. Like, a, a, people would die over, like, a like a, a sped-up version of a hand letterer. Uh-huh. Anyways, but don't let that stop you from, if you personally get a haircut, do a trans, because that's the relatability act. Like, yeah. fast, like, that will get people to be attracted and just interested in who you are as a person more than just yes. your hand lettering. So I wanted yes. to say that, like, you're not pigeonholed into just doing the thing that you sell. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Okay, moving on to number three. Create a video montage of what you're talking about to help them visualize it. Some examples of this are, you know, showing a day in the life of a blank. Insert, you know, your your job or your title here, whether that's wedding photographer or small business owner or calligrapher or uh, hairstylist, hair makeup artist, mom boss, you know, whatever. Show a day in your life. People love that relational connectional point. And you can, you know, turn that into a fun little like, mini montage. Uh, Another example would be to show the process of how you, you know, fill in the blank, make your products, do your makeup, set up for on location for a shoot. Uh, You know, people love how to's. They love the crap out of them. Well, they just love seeing behind the scenes of like how stuff works and the process of, you know, that transformation and all of that. So utilize, you know, a video montage of, you know, a road trip that you're taking to, shoot a wedding or to, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even have to be work-related, but you can create, you know, montages of a lot of what you're doing. You know, I just created one uh, about my morning routines and I just brought people along on my morning routine. And then in the caption, I talked a lot more about like the importance of routines and how it, it sets us up for success and why psychologically it's so important that we do it, that we're more productive and like all of that. But the video itself was just kind of like, come along on my morning, like from 5.30 to to 8.30, like nothing super exciting, but it was fun and it was sweet and people loved it. So just another, you know, create montages. It doesn't just have to be dancing and pointing. (laughs) Yes. Okay. And then I'm going to take number four too. It's, it's kind of similar to everything that we've said above, but it can be a lot simpler. Like the story montage. Um, this one is film a video of the behind the scenes of your process or your life. And this doesn't have to be like super crazy, you know, involved. It doesn't have to be multiple clips. It can just be one clip of, you know, showing you at work, whether that's, you know, if you're a photographer, show a clip of you dancing at a wedding and be like, this is what you get with your photographer or, you know, something, just one clip of the behind the scenes of creating your product. For example, the calligrapher, like Lindsay was saying, like a sped up version of you hand lettering something or as a designer, you know, you designing a website or design, you know, whatever it is, just show like one clip of showing that process because people love that. And then behind the scenes. Yeah. And then just a behind the scenes of like your life as well. It can just be a simple one clip. Like, you know, if you're a mom, mompreneur, you know, you you juggle both mom life and work life. Show, you know, a video if there's something funny happening where like your kids are 
are destroying the house behind you or like, you know, coloring on the floor that you know you're going to have to clean up or whatever, but you're sitting there working and you like film yourself and you're like reality of mom life or something like they're making a mess, but they're happy and I'm getting work done. So I'm going to leave it. Like people will relate to that. And that's just a simple clip of just behind the scenes of your process, your life, you know, what it looks like. So you don't have to go the super involved montage. It can just be one clip of what it looks like behind the scenes. Which that actually, that specific example leads so perfectly into number five, which is create something that's funny or relatable. And so humor just cuts deep on <laughs> on reels and TikTok. Like that's, mm-hmm. um, that's, I think the other, like, yes, educate and, and give someone quality tips. Yes, show behind the scenes. But then I think humor is the other thing that a lot of people, um, get really big viral hits on is if you can hit a a relatable funny bone, then it's going to do a lot better. So um, what I do personally is, again, go to Reels Explore page and start watching, um, seeing what other ideas are are people doing. And I think this is the one permission slip where you can like copy an idea and make it your own. That's kind of what TikTok did. And that's kind of infusing into reels. Um, so if there's like a trend that you notice happening on a certain type of audio clip, like maybe it's an audio clip from the office and it's like Michael screaming like, no, God, no, like something <laughs> like that, where you can infuse that into what you do or your own personal life and make it your own. Mm-hmm. Um, so I create a note in my phone um, and that you can also save audio clips on in, on reels as well. Um, if you're like scrolling on your explore page and you like someone's audio, uh, you can go ahead and save that. And then that way you, you have like a bank in your Instagram reels, but then also you could just like write in your, a note in your phone on ideas that you personally have, um, to create funny reels. Cause I think just like hitting that humor can, it can be so good. So like two examples that I've used that are honestly like two of my best reels because they're funny is <laughs> one was a clip from actually a video that we posted on the heart. Uh, and the clip was, it was kind of like expectation versus reality as a wedding photographer. And I took the clip of me leaving my house on a wedding day. And it was literally me like doing a hair flip slow like, motion to like bomb music. like boom, <laughs> boom. Um, And it was just like looking fly, feeling fresh. And all I said was, photographers before weddings, like kept it so simple. That was the text on the screen. And then it did that clip. And then it cuts to the coming back home from the wedding. And it's literally, I think I had KT, my intern put, uh, like horror music. On yeah, in the back it was end, like, like, like bats. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was like me coming home, dragging my harness on the floor, just like makeup smeared. And that popped because so many photographers could relate to it. So whether it's funny or relatable, like the relatability factor is what's huge. And it's it's going to make people love it. It's going to make them comment. It's going to make them want to share it with people that they know would also relate and laugh to it. Um, last example, I also made one pretty recently on how to make coffee. And I was kind of just like, almost at the very beginning of the reel, making it look like it was like a legit coffee tutorial. Cause that's also a great idea, especially if that's genuinely your brand and you love coffee. Um, and it is my brand, but black coffee specifically is what I always like to say. <laughs> so I, I made it like cute, like how to make a perfect cup of coffee. And it looked like it was like a legit video until it got to the section where I was like, take creamer out of the fridge and put it. And then like, I walk over and drop it in the trash. <laughs> and so it, it's like, it's like a bait and switch. But again, it had to do with my personality. It was funny. And that, that like, just thinking like ideas like that, 
I got intrigued. I'm pretty sure actually, Evie, I was inspired by your chai latte recipe. <laughs> like that, that triggered an idea in me that I was like, oh, I could do like a, a funny like creamer throw yeah. in the trash thing. And so that's why we say like, go to the explore page and just like go look and like see what ideas trigger from just being inspired by other people. Yeah. Like I have a whole note in my phone, not just for funny real ideas. I just have a whole note in my phone of real ideas. Like yeah. if somebody DMs me and asks me a question and I'm like, oh, that'd be a good reel. I should answer that like also publicly on a reel. And then I'll run to my notes and like type it up. I have a whole like probably a few hundred ideas of reels on my notes. Yep. Um so that's a good idea too. Just keep a note for, you know, the moments when you do get to create or have to create, you're not you're like trying to rack your brain remembering what ideas you had. So final question. Let's move on and wrap this baby up. It's a good one. It's, should I be using TikTok or Reels? What's the difference? Because I think I, I've gotten a couple questions from people who are like, okay, but you know, I have friends who've gone viral on TikTok and it doesn't do anything for their business. Why would I, you know, do that on reels or why would I do that on TikTok or something? I think it's important to kind of know the distinction and the difference between the two. So yeah, let's just break it down real fast. From everything that I know, all the research that I've done, all the, you know, uh, observations that I've made, TikTok seems to be a lot more for entertainment and it does seem to be a slightly younger crowd as a, as a stronger demographic. Not that there isn't a good diverse crowd over there, but I think a lot of the crowd is is pretty young. Um, and I think people are there wanting to binge watch funny stuff and, you know, just get interesting short videos late at night or while they're bored. And while I think you absolutely can get traction with education on TikTok, and I have seen a few people do it, I do think it's a little bit more difficult than Reels for business owners for a ver- variety of reasons, especially the conversion rate. I think having stuff on TikTok is very hard to convert to, you know, coming to your website, coming to your Instagram, coming to, you know, check out your actual yeah. work. I think I think because people aren't as used to leaving the app of TikTok to go yeah. somewhere to like someone's website as yeah. they are on Instagram. But even on Instagram, they don't usually want to do that either. But I think it's a little bit more. Yeah. Instagram, I think, is just right now, at least, a lot more known for like business. Well, that's where like, you know, Reels, let's kind of talk about like, what is Reels? What is, you know, what does that look like? Because that'll, I'll dive straight into kind of what you were saying too, Lindsay. Reels is like an all-in-one app. You know, the the conversion and the click rates are really amazing since you're not trying to convert from one app or platform to another. And even within Instagram, if somebody does click on your website, it just pulls up the page within the Instagram app. And then they can click, you know, the X and and close out if they want to, but it, it does keep them within the Instagram app. Um, mm-hmm. People on Instagram tend to be looking for more educational and helpful and interesting content since that's kind of the culture that Instagram has created and promoted over the years is, you know, let's grow together. Let's learn together. Let's experience the world together. Let's share our worlds with each other. Like, that's kind of the culture that they've created, whereas TikTok is just more like, sit back and scroll. Um, Uh And I think on Instagram, people, you know, search hashtags, they share reels on their stories and stuff like that. I think there's a lot more uh, searchability, conversion, and shareability on Instagram than there is on TikTok, especially because you have, you know, your all of your links, all of your info, all of your portfolio via like, you know, photos or, or IGTVs or stories. I just think there's a lot more content on Instagram. And so there's a lot more for people to, to find, convert, click, you know, discover. I, I, I want to add in real fast when you're saying this, something that I think just it literally exactly what you're saying is I think TikTok is a little bit less personal 
Because again, you're, you, you see everybody on your for you page. You're just like getting inundated with funny videos or relatable videos or whatever. Mm -hmm. Whereas I, I mean, as of to date recording, uh, TikTok does not have the ability to do stories. And I think that's something that Instagram has a huge power in is like you said, it's an all-in-one app. It does have reels. So it is kind of like TikTok, but it also has so much more. It has the posts, but it Mm has, well, I know you can DM on TikTok too, but, uh, I think if you catch someone's eye from your reel, they come over to your page, they see your page and they're like, oh, I like what she does. Cool. They watch your story from that day. And maybe it's you like taking a walk with your dog or sharing a relatable story that happened. Instantly, they're more connected with you. Even though they found you from the reel, they're now more connected with you and feel more personable. Whereas I don't feel that same personability on TikTok. So I just wanted to add that, that I think that's also another reason. Yeah. For reels is, yeah. is the intimacy. Well, and I'm we're not trying to like bash on TikTok. I think TikTok is a great app, you know, in a lot oh, of ways. Incredible. But I think it's just important to know the difference and to know, you know, what each one seems to really target and specialize in and, and how each one kind of works. And um I think if you're creating, you know, reels or whatever, like post them on TikTok. Yeah, go for it. That's not gonna hurt. If you're already creating that content, then just yeah. save it and post it on TikTok. Like yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah, absolutely. But in my mind, I would think like as a business owner, in my mind, I would say go more for Instagram. But experiment with the two platforms, you know, try it out for yourself, see which one is converting more for you in your business and notice the analytics and the numbers. And then finally, just know where your ideal audience is spending their time and where they're hanging out and where they're looking for the information and the solutions that you have to provide. Just pay attention to all of those factors. But as a general rule, I would say Lindsay and I would push business owners a little bit more towards real than TikTok. Yep. Yep. Unless you find personally that, like Evie said, your ideal platform is like all up on TikTok, then go for it. Um, But yes, I think, I think that's all. Yeah. That was (laughs) (laughs) like an hour of straight reels conversation, but (laughs) I mean, this was meaty though. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I, I love chatting with this and I think uh, we should just do more like very specific Instagram topics in the future. If you guys want us to do that, like if you want us to do like just an episode on like DMs or just an episode on like comments or hashtags or something like like super specific, uh, let us know because we these are fun, I think, especially yeah. deep diving into Instagram. So DM us, let us know if you like them, leave us a review, tell us that you want that as well. <laughs> um, but on the gram, you can find the podcast at The Heart University. You can find Evie at Evie Rupp and you can find me at Mrs. Lindsay Roman. That's where you can come check out our own reels and get inspired maybe for your own self. So okay. we hope that you loved this. Um, and also come check out our Heart and Hustle Facebook group. It's, it's popping and it's where we pull you guys for upcoming questions and and her upcoming topics and then also Q&A episodes. So uh, that's where we like to hang out. So we love you guys and we are cheering you on and we'll see you next time. Also, just to interject, if anyone creates a reel after listening to this episode, please like send it to us or tag us or something. Like we would love to see what you've created. So (laughs) yes, we would. We would so love it. Yes. All right. Well, Copper's barking in the background. So we're going to (laughs) go. Go have fun creating some reels and we can't wait to see the magic that you make.